don't know about you, but I was completely fascinated with Fire Festival. It just seemed like how did no one see that this festival was going to fail? It was so over the top extravagant. The logistics were just impossible. I mean, let's party on this island. <laughs> let's get all this crazy stuff on islands, fly all these people out. Let's make the most expensive packages. And it just looked like happened to be an absolute catastrophe. They weren't able to execute on anything. And I'm like, how could any of this happen? You know, just millions of dollars down the drain. I mean, didn't any of their investors do their research? Like they really had some serious financial backers on it. And what was interesting as I looked into this was there was two things that really fascinated me. The first was the overall world that comes to event planning for concerts and festivals. Like, I didn't know this was the game in the festivals, okay? You ready? So the game in the festival is nobody wants to be the first act in the festival. Nobody wants to perform at your small first annual festival that no one's heard of. What do organizers do then? They go to every artist and say, hey, Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Doja Cat are going to be there. And they say that to Big Sean, and then they go to, to Drake and say, hey, Drake, Big Sean, Nicki Minaj, and J. Cole's going to be there. And of course, both of these people haven't actually agreed yet, but now Drake and Big Sean both think each other's coming. And they're like, oh, this concert, this festival must be legit. Let me sign up. <laughs> and that's the game. The game is you hype it, you say everyone's come is coming. That way, everyone actually shows up. And somehow that actually works. I have no idea how. The second thing that really fascinated me about this was the whole venture capitalist, the whole angel investing, the whole kind of Silicon Valley bubble that was kind of bursting at the seams. Where if you don't know, in the venture capital world, there is like 10 to 1, 10 to 2 odds of the company being successful. What do I mean by that? A venture capital company will go out there, they'll invest in 10 different companies, expecting eight or seven of them to fail. And the three winners will carry the profits big enough that it will pay for all the losers. Now, what kind of environment where you're literally shooting 30% from three-point line, what kind of environment are you building where you're expecting seven of the companies that you invest in to fail? I mean, realistically, it's really simple. <laughs> I mean, it's really, really simple. You're gonna create companies that are literally just built not to actually be companies, but to extract resources from these venture capital firms. So there's gonna be all these companies that have the perfect presentation. I mean, the CEO, I mean, he looks like a CEO and founder should look, right? The, the product, it looks like the product should look. I mean, they use all the buzzwords, right? Blockchain, NFT, disruptor, <laughs> you know, game-changing disruptor, 
um, you know, future focus environment, whatever buzzwords are going on at the time, they just throw them in there, throw a pitch back, have a team that looks like they can accomplish what they're trying to accomplish. And these venture capitalists, capitalists are like, okay, we have a hundred million dollar fund. Investors are only going to be mad if we deploy 20 million of those dollars because we haven't deployed in a long time. Let's throw 3 million here. What, let's see what happens. <laughs> and with all of these founders knowing this, you have a lot of people who are privy to the circle, who know the investing culture, who create these companies, and all of a sudden you get something like Fire Festival, where one guy kind of knows the game, knows the fundraising game down there, and just absolutely abuses it to, <laughs> to the max, to the point where he's just raising money on the fact of raising money and doesn't necessarily even care too much on are his timelines that he's setting for this event reasonable. He just wants to raise the money and the rest will figure it out. Who cares if the worst thing that could happen is people being stranded on the island without food and shelter? Who cares? Because it will actually work out in the end. <clears throat> With those two main things that are going on, with things like a fire festival happening where people are using influencers, you know, just to build events, even though the influencers haven't came. I'm like, wow, celebrities need recognition. Like people are making financial decisions just because there's a chance Drake could be at an event. <laughs> and investors are throwing money at things willy nilly because they know on their books, three can hit, seven can fail, and this will still be one of the most profitable venture capitalist firms of all time. With that knowledge right there, how could anyone not see where this NFT thing's going? It is absolutely incredible. NFTs are going to make investors and influencers billionaires. Why on earth? I remember watching a Graham Stephan video. He's a YouTuber who makes finance videos. He was saying how there was people propositioning him to say, hey, get here, um, Graham, I just want to invest in you. How do I buy 5% of everything you're doing? Make it happen. <laughs> and he was talking to them about it, and he was like, what? what? Like, they were willing to give him $10 million if they could just get 5% of all the earnings he'd ever make back to him. How, <laughs> how insane is that? And what NFTs allow is all of a sudden, all of that name recognition that was going on the whole time, all of a sudden, there is a vehicle that you can say, hey, Carrie V's really good at building brand. I can finally invest. Wait, I can finally invest. I think he's going to be the next Warren Buffett. Wait, I can finally invest in the next Warren Buffett directly? Let me put my money there. And now, every single influencer is either A, they're going to buy a bunch of NFTs because... If you're Stephen Curry and you think board apes are dope, you just buying a board ape pushes the value of the company up. 
or they're going to be go the Gary Vee or Logan Paul route where they start creating their own because they have so much brand value. If they create their own, all of a sudden now, just from them living their life and increasing their brand, the value of this brand goes up. And what's so insane about these new news stories that are coming about Shopify jumping in the space or Visa buying a CryptoPunk is now we're getting into the area where every single company is either going to make their own, they're going to buy it or do both. And all of the pieces are slowly falling together for that. So when you see someone like name celebrity here, someone like Drake come out with his NFT for certified lover boy and Kanye come back with his, <laughs> with his Donda NFT album coming out. When you start to see crazy things like this happening, you know that all of a sudden the playing field of who are going to be the next financial elite going forward it's starting to more and more and more slip from these you know financial just heavyweights into these people with insane name brands and if you're not if you didn't think that all these names like Jake Paul and Logan Paul these people who are really playing heavily in the space were going to be ultra rich off of this before i think after 10 years that forbes 100 rich list is going to start looking a lot different and as always the best most brightest investors are the uneducated ones that's because the uneducated investor they never stop learning i am fascinated by the world we live in because now we're getting into the stage where almost like stocks are becoming obsolete like i'm someone i can love facebook i can think it's an amazing company but me coming out and saying how amazing it is isn't doing anything to the stock price. Logan Paul can talk about it all for the day long. I think this company is going to go to the moon. It's not going to do anything. All of a sudden, Logan Paul says, hey, this picture of a gorilla I think is really dope, and this is a really dope collection. That could move the collection's price up 30%. And if you're an influencer, Someone, you know, everyone's looking at Kanye West making, you know, a $6 billion, having a $6 billion network with his Yeezy line, basically, with his deal with Gap and Adidas. You don't think every influencer is looking at that and saying, wait, hold up. The way that all of these stocks are valued right now, instead of the stock being valued, that could just be me. Like, <laughs> like, instead of Kanye West doing a deal with the Gap and the Gap getting all of the money for that, Kanye could just be the person who signs a deal in, in a way that favors him. So he is the person that gets most of the financial benefit. I mean, why does the clothing company need any of the money? I mean, if Kanye is the person who's putting out the clothes that's bringing the customers in, why doesn't he just get it? And I think that's what influencers are getting smart too. Instead of just you know investing your money in Facebook, why not invest in something that you can directly impact because of the cultural grip you have?
Anyways, let me know if you agree or disagree. Are influencers becoming the next billionaires? It's at Flight Studio on Twitter, and we, Flight Crew, have to take off. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. If you want to watch movies anywhere in the world, whether you're in the US and you want to watch UK movies, or if you just want a safe, reliable internet connection where you want to make sure that you're out on the go using Wi-Fi, but you don't want to have your data actually compromised when you're checking your investments, use NordVPN. It is the best, number one, most reliable VPN service out right now. It's the one that I actually personally use. And for all the flight crew listeners, we actually have a cool deal when we partner with VPN, uh, NordVPN. So click the show notes. It helps support the podcast and also gives you the sweet benefits of getting a fast, reliable VPN. So again, within the show notes, within the comments of this podcast, you'll be able to see the NordVPN link. Click it there. It will help the show and give you that fast, reliable internet. Thanks, flight crew. Yeah.